welcome to Astrology Bites. This is your host, Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of Twist Your Fate, Manifest Success with Astrology and Tarot. I'm also your host for this podcast series. If you're curious about astrology, you are definitely in the right place. This is episode 172 of Astrology Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on astrology. My goal is to make astrology feel simple, clear, fun, and totally applicable to your everyday life. All right, let's get into today's episode. So today we're talking about the nodal past life, and my special guest is my friend Kim Woods. Welcome, Kim. Oh, it's so good to be here, Teresa. I love being on your podcast. And it's been a minute since we've talked, so it's good to see, I mean, people can't see that we see each other's face here. We're doing this on Zoom. It's good to see your face and to catch up. And this is such a great topic, and I love that you suggested it. So I think before we even get into this whole past life thing, can you explain what the nodes are, just in case somebody doesn't know what we're, what the heck we're talking about? Yeah. So, so astronomically, the nodes are when the moon passes the, like the ecliptic, right? So they're, they happen during eclipses, right? So, so the North node is when the moon is passing into the Northern hemisphere. And what it means for us astrologically is that that's our soul destiny. That's where we want to go towards. We, every single person has one. Every single person was was born with a, with a north node. You have a soul destiny, and the south node is is the karma. It's what you want to heal. It's what you want to release. It's what you want to relieve because it's the opposite. They're they're very much opposite each other. North versus south. North is where you want to go. South is what you want to relieve. So you know, I got to tell you something. I got to confess this. Actually, when I first started studying astrology, I thought the nodes were actual planets, but they're not. Yeah. No, they're not. They're points, they're points in the sky. They're like, they're like a they're like the point where that moon is passing the elliptic ecliptic path. Um so yeah. But but they they're in orbit. So it, it is a it's not its own planet, but it's certainly its own energy. So you were right in the fact that it, it is its own energy. It has massive information for you. So you you said that, you know, the role that they hold in astrology, then the North Node is basically this is what you need to lean into. Now, I've heard some people say the North Node is hard, and what do you have to say about that? It, it, it is. It's it's almost impossible. It's like a lifelong adventure. Think about this: your soul has a destiny, right? So we know this. We can say that. We can say, "Oh, yeah, soul destiny." We can we can just use that term and and you know kind of have it in a sentence, and we can feel quote unquote good about that. Oh, I'm on my path to my soul destiny. Oh, but the stars are what are you, is telling you that it's what your soul had decided you wanted to heal when you were here in this in this lifetime. So it's going to be it could be something that you don't have any information about, you don't have any familiarity with, and there's no other energetic point in your chart. It could be off on its own. That's the hardest because it doesn't have any imprint. It doesn't have any input. And it's something that's massively unfamiliar to you. Or it could be right next to a planet, which whew, when I see that on the chart, I'm like, oh, goody, we've got some energy to work with. And we can lean into that because there's some imprint there. Now, the the nodes themselves, you're, you're right, Teresa, they do not have its own, you know, its own um, planetary function. So you you might have information or not, is what I just said. 
However, that south node, you know the south node. You are familiar with it. That's that karmic pattern that you've been beating into your being for lifetimes. It's something that is so, like, think of an elastic band going around you know, like really tightly wound a, a pole and you'd have to try to unwrangle your, that, that, that band from around the pole and you have to stretch it and then stretch it and keep stretching it until it's no longer familiar. And you have a little breath and space. That's one thing going towards that North node. You're like, Oh, that I don't, I don't even understand. I don't even understand that at all. So if we don't understand it, then why should we lean into it? Right. Okay. Because- <laughs> Because, because I will tell you that bar none, I mean, I've done thousands and thousands of charts, bar, bar none, it is the single point where everything comes together, meaning your mind, your heart, your will, if you want to say mind, body, spirit, it's where, it's where when you start towards that path, the, the energies open up for you and you, you're in that flow. It's where your soul literally sings and it's like, thank goodness. Um, And it's where you start to overcome obstacles and blocks when you start forging your way towards that North node. I love that description. That makes so much sense. And it's also a lot kinder than just go to the hard stuff. (laughs) Right. I mean, right. Like, so I will tell you, like, do you know that, that when Stephen Forrest and Jeffrey Wolf Green started, um, you know, adopting evolutionary astrology, and they were studying it, they had two different ways of going about it. I did not know this. Yeah. So Stephen is all about the nodes. And I know, I know Jan Spiller was all about the nodes. And a lot of astrologers are all about the nodes. Jeffrey Wolf Green talks about Pluto actually being the, the key indicator of what's what's going on with the soul and from past lives. I will tell you, you want to talk about hard, right? There's good old Pluto right there with you. Yay. Um, but you'll have much more input and imprint about that because Pluto usually represents, um, uh, you know, energy in your life early in your life. And so we remember things from a younger age and they're most likely very difficult circumstances. So what he talks about is relieving those is actually your soul destiny. Well, it's a lot of food for thought. It is it's a lot of food for, I mean, well, living is food for thought, you know, right. we have, we're not just going through the motions. There is a lot of work that we are here to do. And astrology can certainly give you a blueprint. And I think if you do work on these things, well, you know, then we can hopefully make our lives a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, absolutely. And and you had mentioned before, Teresa, that, you know, a lot of people don't can identify with the North Node. It's quote unquote, very difficult. Yep. Sometimes you can get a lot of information or not even sometimes. I usually get a lot of information from my clients through through Pluto, those things that have happened in their life that were massive struggle, great challenge. And then, oh, yes, let's look to see how that informs the North Node, because you might not have any information in your life that you can draw upon. Well, yeah, and I never thought of Pluto that way, by the way. So one of the things that, that caught my attention, as you said, if if the North Node and South Node, if they have a planet next to it, they have help. So I have a North Node. I think it is in Gemini. Yes, it is in Gemini. Let me just look at it because I know it's like right near one of my planets. Um, maybe this will help bring it to life for people so we know what we're mm-hmm. talking about. Uh, yeah, it's right. It's like almost conjunct my natal Jupiter in the eighth house. So okay. what is that telling us? Oh, so much. It's telling us so much. Okay. Oh, so what is- wait, wait, wait. 
And it's square Pluto in the 11th house. Oh, there we go. There we go. I knew I brought Pluto up. I did not anticipate bringing Pluto up today. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. There we go. That There's so much information here. Okay. So from a North Node perspective, Gemini is that energy, right? We, we know that. Gemini is about wonder, is about questioning, is about being comfortable with the unknown. Talk about the unknown node being in the unknown own sign. I also have my North Node in Gemini, just FYI. Okay. So your that means your self node is in Sagittarius, right? So because we know that it's the opposition. And so Sagittarius is all about dogma. It's all about when we're reading for the self node, we're always reading the lower expression. We're not reading the, the higher expression because if we were, then why would we want to relieve it? You know, there wouldn't be any need to heal the wondrous faith that Sagittarius has, right? So we're going to read it from a fundamentalist, from a dogmatic, from a very rigid, from a very um you know, like not not broadening your point of view. Well, think about that Sag is ruled by Gemini. I mean, excuse me, ruled by Jupiter. So you've got the ruler of your south node kissing or, you know, really close to that north node it, there in the eighth house, right? So that eighth house, Jupiter, Thankfully, you put your good luck charm there, right? Because Jupe is gonna, Jupe is gonna help. He's gonna, he's gonna expand the energy. He's going to give you some, you know, ability to have success with this. He's gonna be like a coach for you, which will feel really yummy, right? So, what's the eighth house? It's all intimacy. It's mm-hmm. shared resource. It's the mysteries. So, yay! You're an astrologer, right? Like you're, you've written a book on tarot, and I know you've written some other books, right? So, okay, check the box on the mysteries beautiful and that sense of wonder being open you're you're studying and you know looking at things across tarot and astrology and hosting others on podcasts and you always have a beautiful open mind about it right you're always like oh i haven't thought of that before north node singing right now right jupiter is helping you jupiter jupiter will be kind and help you meet the people that you'd want to connect with to share this now from a shared resource from a wealth from a from an intimacy perspective we don't have to overshare here but those would be the other categories that would come up right so there's some wounding that has happened in your prior lives in that second house in Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. You know, Sagittarius, I, I usually look at it because it's Jupiter, were there some things that you had to be very um, positional about from a status in life? And was your money too expensive? Was your were your resources too rigid? Did you did you have a way that you that you couldn't be free and operate? Remember that's a Gemini. And we're looking at that square for Pluto in the 11th house. It could be a group big think or big group think, right? So hanging around with like-minded people may not have been very helpful to you in past lives. And you may be, um, you know, again, because that's familiar to you, that may have been something that you that you would have repeated in this life, but you've got Jupiter there helping you not do that. So fascinating. I love this. And I love the fact that you're bringing Pluto into this too, because again, it's something I would have never thought about, but this all makes a whole lot of sense. Right. So, you know, a lot of people now are probably going to ask this question. Why do we need to know about past lives? Does this even matter? Yeah. So, so here, here's what, here's what sold it for me. Now I have twin brothers. They're only born five minutes apart. They're older than me. And so this, this, is this is what did it. Right. Because I love astrology and what have you. And I, you know, sure, past lives were interesting, but I never would have thought to match them until I met Stephen's work and Jan's work. Um, So think about those two charts are exactly the same. 
right? Because think five minutes, right? That's not really making any difference whatsoever, right? And yet two more different humans, and they're identical, like literally egg split, DNA is the same, like all the things are the same, right? So if you were to look at it, it like, I don't know, some DNA analysis or whatever, you'd hit the same thing too, right? So genetic coding is the same. But yet think about two souls coming in to the same expression through the stars, you can have two completely different experiences, even with the same parents and the same in the same family, same stars, all the things. So I think because I was a part of that family and I could see it happening, I was sold immediately um, on the fact that two different soul experiences, they will dictate a completely different um, response to the stars. I love that. And, you know, I'm always fascinated with identical twins, of course, because I'm a Gemini. And, you know, when I when I've met identical twins that are so different, you know, oftentimes when you look at their astrology charts, there's some little thing in there that also might indicate it. Or it also could be maybe they have similar charts, but they decide they decide to do something different with it, too. So Mm -hmm. it's fascinating to me. Super fascinating. So if somebody also asked you, well, how do I determine what past lives are, you know, what past lives are going to be showing up here? Like right now, let's use an example. Right now we've got the the North Node is in Taurus. Right. And so what could you say about that? If someone says, well, well what does this, what does this mean? How do you put that together? Yeah. So, so this is where, you know, you definitely want to want to get information, right? So I know that, and I looked this up before I, I came on with you, Teresa, just to make sure I could say that you, a lot of people are writing, it's super exciting, it's becoming more mainstream. So there's a lot of people who are writing about this. I think I ran into an article on Cosmo, on Bustle, on on a few other places, Pop Sugar, I think is well and good. I think they're all, all um, platforms that are writing about the nodes. So you can always look up that and just get a little, you'll probably get one or two sentences, but it's at least a place to start. And since everybody's born under a nodal you know, aspect, if you will, or a nodal configuration, then the babies being born now are being born with their Taurus North node. And it and it revisits every 18, a little over 18 years. So so knowing about Taurus's North Node, you want to know about the the higher aspects, the aspirations of Taurus, and you want to be familiar with those lower expressions or those, you know, woundings of Scorpio, right? So, and this is in the collective. This, what I love about the nodes is that not only were we born under a particular node, but there's energy in the world that we can lean into, whether it's our node or not. Right. Mm-hmm. So so for those people who are born, you know, 1836, where my math uh, is at 54. I hopefully my math is right. Years ago, they, they would have had the same the same nodal expression. We're not talking about houses. We're talking about signs. And so for for the people that are born with those Scorpio South nodes and the Taurian North nodes, you are looking for ease. Simplicity, comfort, calm. Your 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 soul is is t- 
tired of the drama, the complexity, the hidden agendas, the the power plays, the maybe even material possession, that possessiveness, the control. Literally, your soul is like enough already. So your mantra would be one of ease and comfort. And I will say that it would be really challenging for you because those silent moments are probably something you struggle with. Because your your soul doesn't remember that. Your whole energy doesn't even know that. So you'd want to be a little bit more active in your coming to terms. Maybe it's yoga. or Maybe it's walking in nature. Or maybe it's playing with a puppy versus sitting in lotus position, uh, meditating on Taurus. It's not going to be your vibe for a while until you practice it. I love it. And it makes a lot of sense the way you explain it. So, you know, you mentioned Jan Spiller and Stephen Force. Is there any book that you would recommend for people who want to learn more about the nodes? Absolutely. Now, if you, excuse me, if you want to do things from a more, um, uh, let me just, how do I want to say this? Jan Spiller's work is more accessible than Stephen's. I adore, I adore Stephen. You know that he's my mentor, but Jan's spiritual astrology book is phenomenal to go through because if I remember correctly, it has like the, the tips that you want to follow. And it's a very instructional, very accessible work. Stephen, adore him. His yesterday sky is where I found out all things evolutionary astrology at first, but his is much, is much more, um, dense <laughs> like i love him but it's very complex right i think literally he has something in scorpio i know he does right i think his ascendance in scorpio teresa so there we go he came at it from a very complex circumstance so i would i would recommend steven's work for people who are really wanting to have like the meat of it and and look at the the potentiality from a like a strategic aim versus he does not give practical advice on what you want to do on a day-to-day basis. That's just not his jam. Well, that is good. People have two different options now where they can go. And of course, um, I am so grateful that you have shared your wisdom with me here today. What about if people want to learn with you? What if they want uh, to work with you? Where can they find you, Kim? Oh, absolutely. So it's kimwoods.com. And we're doing, you know, I do forecasts for annual and monthly. I'm even now doing weekly ones on Insta and LinkedIn. Um, And we're doing something brand new this year. We're doing a star pass for the whole year that we're going to be meeting during those big star events because we have a lot of star events coming up in 2023. And so we're going to be giving people like a way to access their success map and their retrograde survival kit and becoming recession proof and setting intentions and being able to manifest them. So we're going to have super, super fun. So go to kimwoods.com if you want to see, you know, what the world is like in my world astrologically and otherwise, or you can go to getmy2023starpass.com, go directly there. Amazing. I am so grateful that you shared your knowledge. I, I always learn so much from you every time we connect. Thank you so much for being here today, Kim. I have loved being here. I have adored being on your podcast. Thank you for hosting me. Well, Kim has been here, I think this has been three times, third time's the charm, and It's always amazing. I think everybody who listens to the episodes that we've done previously has also walked away really learning something amazing. Super, super grateful. All right, people, that wraps up today's episode. And I've got a small announcement. This is the last episode of Astrology Bites. 
I am going on some kind of a hiatus. I don't know if I'll be coming back or not, but I'm really focusing now on my writing and my teaching. That is my jam right now, which is very much North Node in Gemini, by the way. (laughs) Anyhow, I hope over the years this podcast has been helpful getting you acquainted with astrology. Like I said, I'm always here to make it accessible. I'm not a gatekeeper. I'm a gateway opening you up to all kinds of ways of learning astrology and hopefully inspiring you to learn more. And if you want to learn more, there is a podcast I highly recommend. It is the Astrology Podcast by Chris Brennan. I love Chris. He's deep. He's got a lot of great guests, great topics, and lots of info for all levels of astrology students. Because guess what? You never stop being a student ever, 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 ever. So anyhow, I hope you've enjoyed all the work I put out there for you over the years. And if you enjoy the podcast, of course, I would love it. If you would take a moment and leave a kind review on iTunes, so more people can learn about Astrology Bites. All right, so for more fun stuff, head over to my website, thetarolady.com. You'll find tons of resources about tarot and astrology, including my free monthly forecasts and horoscopes and so much more. Again, that's thetarolady.com. I'll see you there. And remember, No matter what's going on in the cosmos today, ultimately, you are in charge of your life. You're in the driver's seat. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change the course. You're the boss and you've got that power. Be kind to yourself and others and make smart decisions. And I will see you around the interwebs. Bye. 